Hey, it's Michael Rosso here in the studio. The gang's all here. We have Matt Mirage. Hey, how's it going, guys? Dan Domi. Hey. Alex Laux. Hey. And Hunter White. Hello, Mike Rosso. Yes. Today's show, which is uh, episode 55, we're going to be talking about using infrared film and like with filters. Like, what filters? I don't know. <laughs> Last year, Popular Photography Online listed the top 12 film cameras. We're going to be going down that list. And, of course, Gear of the Year from 2011, American Photography Magazine. The uh, El Capitan was on the cover. Alex is going to be talking about some panoramic cameras. Hey, let's take a quick break. Hey, it's Michael Rosso to tell you about the Film Photography Project and Sharp Photo 8x10 Print Exchange. What is it? It's exactly what it sounds like. After signing up, on the FPPFilmPhotographyProject.com homepage, you are randomly assigned someone to send you a print, and someone else is randomly selected to send you an 8x10 print. All the info is right on the homepage. This is a really fun project that we do a few times a year. And did you know, for every 8x10 ordered using Sharp Photo, Sharp will donate $1 to the FPP. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell your teachers, tell your preachers. Get them to participate in the FPP and Sharp Print Exchange. The kickoff for the FPP and Sharp Photo 8x10 Print Exchange is February 15th, 2012. The last day to sign up is February 29th, 2012. Are you listening to this in an FPP archive and saying to yourself, Oh man. I missed the print exchange. Don't worry. There'll be another one soon. Just stay tuned to filmphotographyproject.com. Thank you very much. Hey, this is Michael Rosso from the Film Photography Podcast. 110 Film is back. That's right. We have a limited amount of 110 Fujifilm 200 ASA cold stored expired 2009. This has been batch tested. And as far as we can tell, this is the only current supply of 110 film in the world. We have a lot of film, but it's not bottomless. There's a limited supply in 2012, as we have declared, is the year of shooting 110 film. This is your opportunity to grab and shoot some 110 film. Just head on over to filmphotographystore.com and click 110 film. We also have a limited amount of 100 ASA Fujifilm cold stored as well. Filmphotographystore.com yeah. See this little baby? No other pocket camera does what it does. It's unique because only the new Kodak Ectralite cameras have built-in Sensolite flash. Sensolite flash turns itself on and flashes automatically when you need more light even turns itself off. You'll never worry about flash again. These new cameras with Sensolite flash are the easiest to use Kodak pocket cameras ever. I trust my stories to cameras and film from Kodak, America's storyteller. Hey, we're back. Let's get, you know what, let's boom, let's just get right into it. Let's get right into the logistics of, of film development. A lot of folks who listen have been like starting up their own dark rooms. Yeah. I get emails all the time from students who are like, hey, I got my own dark room set up in the bathroom. Yada, yada, it's going great. So there, I think in the last year, there's been an explosion. That's great. Of yeah. people doing their own development. Maybe 2012, we're just, all of our listeners are just going to get a dark room. The yep. big yeah. question from Dan, of course, is photochemistry, what makes it work? Yeah. 
Well, you, uh, you, an- wait, wait, you were answering. I, you asked the question. No, I, I was. <laughs> my question was be uh, was uh, can we talk about it? Because uh, I've been reading up on it, and uh, so I have a little bit of insight on how it works. Enlighten us. Yeah, there's a former uh, Kodak engineer uh, on the APUG site, uh, Ron Mowry, a photo engineer, and I was asking him about uh, photochemistry. So he recommended this textbook by Grant Haste. It's like uh, modern photographic processes. Um, you can Google it. The Google. Anyways, uh, it's a real, it's a real thick book. You know, dense. I read through it a little bit, not not all the way through yet. Hopefully, I can I can boil it down to some of the essences because I think if a uh, photographer uh, who's doing their own black and white developing uh, knows a little bit about what goes into a developer, maybe they can uh, get a little bit more out of it, understand the craft a little bit more, maybe be able to use it. Some people who listen to the FPP really like, uh, you know, mixing up their own developers from scratch. Like oh, the, in, that ca- in that case, you want the uh, the Darkroom Cookbook. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a good... Uh, uh, step into it too yeah they really break it down for you too yeah first off uh film like what's on it right basically yeah, what's it's on it it's just it's what's just a film <laughs> it's like ones and zeros on it right <laughs> no that's digital <laughs> so basically uh you got like a thin layer of plastic there's uh also the anti-halation layer but the the main thing that works is uh the silver halide which is basically this uh, thin layer of uh, hardened uh, uh, silver salts. Film is mostly silver bromide, uh, and why, AGBR. And why is that? I have no idea. <laughs> but basically, that's the, the main thing. It's, it's like tiny little crystals of salt, so they're called the grains, right? People talk about grain structure. Oh, fine grain, that means little crystals, yeah. right? The crystals are smaller. All right. What happens when you take a photograph? Light hits the film, right? Well, there's a, uh, f- uh, something called the uh, photoelectric effect. It's ba- basically waves of light knock uh, electrons in or out, I forget which, out, out, yeah. of the, uh, out of the silver ions and make pure metallic silver. And then uh, that's, what, that's gonna be like the building blocks of the image, the negative. So you, when you load your film and you pour in your developer, basically what you're trying to do is get those little tiny bits of silver that the light created and get them to grow, right? right? So that's the developer's job. And the, the main uh, chemical in the developer that does that is called the reducing agent. It reduces the uh, silver ion in the uh, in straight, silver... Yeah, to straight metallic yeah, silver. to straight silver. Yeah. It, it makes those little, little building blocks from the uh, exposure, makes them grow. The more exposure you had, the bigger the crystals are going to get. And there's a lot um, of different types of reducing agents. Yeah, that, for example, like there's, uh, there's metal, hydroquinone, phenidone. Basically, uh, all these are these chemical, reducing chemicals to uh, get, get the silver going. And in caffeinol, to, uh, to dial it back to Mike's favorite developer. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, um, it's caffeic acid, which is in instant coffee. Many people think it's actually caffeine that's doing it. No, I didn't stop that. Yeah, but uh, 
<laughs> and the cheaper yeah. the coffee, the better. Yeah, the cheaper the coffee, probably the, the more caffeic acid. Yeah. And, and most developers actually have two reducing agents. Yeah. Yep. And there's this uh, there's this cool effect. Like if you pair like let's say metol and hydroquinone, they they like work together like exponentially. Yeah. You know, it's called super additivity. Cool, it's a cool effect. It basically makes it uh, uh, much more active, and you get your developing done faster. The the bad thing about reducing agents is they're pretty much all acidic. Yeah. And the only way they're going to work is if you're in a basic or an alkaline environment. High pH, it's like soapy water and stuff. Mm. That's why pretty much everything I've seen is, uh, all has sodium carbonate in it, which is the washing soda if you're, if you're doing, uh, doing caffeinol. Going back to caffeinol, uh, we talked about the possibility of having uh, uh, two uh, reducing agents in one. Many people will add uh, vitamin C. That's actually another reducing agent. Both caffeic acid and the uh, vitamin C, they're both really low uh, potential uh, reducing agents. If you ever use the caffeinol C, you might notice you get really stained negatives. Like, I was, I was having printing times of, like, uh, a minute, where everything else I have is, like, printing times of maybe 15 seconds or so something like that. Science! Science! So you've got all these chemicals working. You drain out your uh, developer, and then you've still got some residual stuff on there so you want to stop it just and you either stop it by taking that uh basic or alkaline environment and making it really acidic really quick which is an acid stop bath mm-hmm. or you can just like vinegar yeah exactly it's acetic acid yeah vinegar same stuff and then uh the other option is just to dil- dilute it down to nothing which yeah. is you know pretty much a water stop bath either one works you know, you're you're not going to run into any problems with either one. Some developers, like uh, Pyrocat, I think, recommend a water stop. Well, that's just because if it's too acidic, you're going to lose your, your stain, and the whole purpose of that developer is to impart a stain so you can yeah, uh, yeah. not blow highlights. Yeah. Basically, this mixture of uh, the silver crystals, which have been grown to the right size, and then uh, the unexposed silver halide, which uh, are your shadows, essentially. You don't want that stuff reacting to light anymore, so you've got to wash all the the silver halide away, but keep the silver. And the thing that does that is thiosulfate, which is in fixer. Once you have something that works, you just do it. Yeah. You just do it. You don't care how it works. You just care that it gets done. Right. Dan, you have like a, a amazing technical brain. I think it's awesome. Yeah. You really do. Very Thanks. scientific. But now nice. you have to exploit it, make a developer, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, this is the cool thing about film photography is there's something in it for everybody. If you yep. just want to shoot pictures, do it. You yeah. know, if you want to like get into this other world of photochemistry, you know, if you if you understand how the basics work, then you can like take a published recipe for, let's say, uh, D76 or something like that, and tweak it a little bit. Oh, you know, it's I'm getting too much fog, you know, chemical fogging in my negatives. I'll just add a little bit of potassium bromide to it. Maybe that'll uh, cut down on that. Yeah. And if you if you know how the chemicals work, you can start thinking like that and uh, tweaking recipes. And make custom develop. Can't well, do that with digital. No. Nope. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome, I guess. I just bought the most marvelous birthday present for Mother. Did you, darling? How nice. What is it? It was supposed to be a surprise. A camera? Whatever for? I can always conjure up pictures if I want to without all that fuss. 
Well, that's why I chose it. There is no fuss with a Kodak Instamatic camera. There. All loaded and ready to go. Even indoors. Don't you dare. Actually, I think I'll keep it myself. Oh, these poor mortals are getting rather clever. I think I might keep it. You will? Let me finish wrapping. Oh, well, don't bother. Just say cheese. Limburger. Oh, pew. For most of us, taking pictures with a Kodak Instamatic camera is easier than witchcraft. And they start at less than $19. They really are perfect gifts. See your Kodak dealer. Hey, we're back. Oh, Ooh, that's a nice magazine. Shiny. It's American. Yeah, it's my favorite published magazine, American Photo. The only one that I. Magazine the only one that I uh, subscribe to, at least. Yeah, it's picture heavy. Yep. Okay. Uh, which I love. What yep. is it again? Uh, American Photo. Uh, I'm picking up American Photo, and this is from last year. Uh, it has the 2011 gift guide. You know, for the holiday season. I was thrilled to see their gear of the year, innovations that are changing the way we make images, and the gift guide. On the cover is the Lomo El Capitan El La Sardinia, Sardinia camera, which I have been toting around and shooting with since June when John and I were given these elaborate gifts at the Lomo store in the UK. Nice. It's pretty Very cool nice to see one. one on the front of that. Yeah. I am thrilled to see this on the cover. It's, 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 it's awesome. It really is. I love the camera. It puts out an amazing uh, wide image. And it has like a bulb mode. It has a, a mode that you could double expose very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could detach the flash and like keep it on bulb and like just flash away and do mo- like three, four time exposures. Yeah, it's really tiny at that point. Yeah. Uh, it fits in your pocket if you don't have the flash on. It's it's fun. It's a, it's a really a lot of fun. So I'm I'm and really there's all different models of the La Sardinia. There's so four, right? Yeah. I think they they have a couple new ones. Oh, really? uh, a design. silver, a metal one. Now. Yeah. That's oh, wow. a premium edition. So right. basically you walk into your Lomography store, um, the one in New York City, and there's one in Toronto also. You go, hey, how are you doing? There's one also in uh, Los Angeles. Yep. There's one in London, and now there's one in Manchester. I mean, there are a lot more, too. But I'm oh, just, yeah. You know, talking about the ones that I, I heard about. Popular photography's top 12 film cameras of all time. The, the article was based on people that want to shoot film, they're on a budget, and they want to get the most out of it, popularity-wise, right. quality, and it's wh- all what's out value. there. It's all about All new or all... Or used, new. all used market. They pretty much consulted pretty much. KEH for, like, the bum cameras well, one to of get them, the prices. Which one do you want to get rid of? <laughs> well, one of them want? is, uh, like, the FM10, I think. Well, let's go down so, the list. Right, the list. Number 12. Zenza Bronica. They're apparently really nice. Yeah, no, I, that's right I here. haven't shot lens, one myself. Lenses are incredibly cheap. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Bronica SQ or SQA. Okay. Those are six four five cameras. Yeah. Next. Ah. Ooh, my, one of my Eos faves. 1N. This is the one you're talking about. Mike, you need this camera. Beast of a camera. It's a beast. It's it, huge. It, it, it can yeah. fire off 12 frames a second. You could make yes. believe you're shooting a digital camera with that. Get away with it. It looks identical to it. If Pretty you were much. to tape up the... Oh, the EOS thing, they would yeah. n- nobody would know. Or what right. if you put a fake screen on the back with a picture drawn in? Yeah, yeah. 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 With, cats. With, yeah. with cats, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone takes cat pictures with them, you know. That's yeah. just like that Midsummer Murders. Remember the cat guy? Yes, or, the cat or guy. that calendar right there. He's shooting cat pictures, but he's doing glamour photography at night. Yes. Yeah. Solid right. camera. The, the next up at number three. Canon AE-1. AE-1. Very nice. yeah. Does the P yeah. have a separate page? Or it's all encompassed? I think it's in, they talk about the P in there. Yeah. As right. the AE-1 series. Yeah. When we talk about these cameras, we really mean it. It's so yeah. thrilling to see yeah. the cameras we've been talking about. Yeah. It is because it's... Uh, 
it's bringing their world to our world, you know. It's a- yeah, and the AU one is a is a great camera. I've used and owned one myself, and passed it off to a friend who was having a Excellent. hard time finding a working camera. So, I I loaned him one of mine, and when I went to go visit him in Ohio, I brought along uh, the AU one with the lens that Mike Rosso so nicely donated to me. I passed it oh, along to yeah. uh, jogging my memory. Yeah, yeah. Passed it along to my friend Nick, who was oh. in a photography class at university and and needed a working camera and just kept getting pieces of crap. Yeah. That yeah, camera so. is a tank. I, I was telling yeah. Dan, um, my professor, when he was at school, one of his friends had an AE-1. He was walking home at night and got mugged, and he took the AE-1, and he knocked the dude out cold with it, and the AE-1 did not have a scratch on it. Nice. No kidding. Yeah. It was completely perfect. Good thing he didn't have a, a, the nichromat. He would have killed the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number everybody four. Ha- everybody has an AE-1, oh. though. That's great. Ooh, this is nice. The Fujifilm GA645. It's, oh, it's a, a point-and-shoot point rangefinder 120 camera. Unbelievable. Nice. What kind of, what kind of size negative Six, does four, it? 645. 645, yeah. Which so is a like, uh, really nice roll. format. 16. 16, 16 yeah. per roll. The, one of the guys I interviewed at Photostock way back last June, uh, Tom Bertelson, he has one. That's his point-and-shoot okay. camera. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it's, it's fixed lens. It's got built-in flash. Nice. And all that stuff. And I think it's uh, auto auto wind on. Auto? Yes. Yeah. Auto. All right, next camera. I guess it's number five. The Hasselblad 500C. Hasselblad. 500CM. Nice. Yeah. Never go wrong with a Hasse. Mike is taking a picture of Hunter with his rented Hasselblad 501. Yes, 501CM. Yeah. These are, they were like the, the industry standard for oh. the fashion industry. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Th- that that is that 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 camera's the bomb. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I feel I feel so. Wait a minute. You have one. I yeah. rented, rented one. Rented you one. have one. Have one. You I have one. one. Yes. Do you have one? Nope. Thank goodness. I felt okay. like <laughs> you I felt, felt out like cold. Odd man out. When I go square format, I go with my TLR. Right. Yeah. 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 There might be one on. I heard Remember? Matt. Matt, you're selling. Hmm. You're selling. Hassy. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Lauren's Come shooting on. it. She won't let me have it back. Because okay. she's in love oh, with it now. Oh, how's it doing? Okay. All right. So number six is a Leica. And, I mean, this was supposed to be on a budget. And no, 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 no. This is the Leica R series. It's not a rangefinder. It's oh, an it's SLR. Oh, it's SLR, but yeah. still. Less it's a, talked about. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's still a Leica. They're, no, no, no. Sample yeah. prices. KEH, 79 bucks. What? Wow. eBay, 145 What about the lenses? Leica quality and the, the glasses, um, it's a little, little slower compared to like the rangefinder okay. stuff. But it's... So basically you're, you're doing an SLR. It's not a rangefinder or anything okay. like that. Okay. All right. I, I didn't even know they made... Yes, the yeah. R series. Yeah. Well, I know that. The, the, rain, the, the Leica crowd will, will like, try and tell you there's no such thing. Like, yeah. Only these expensive rangefinders that all, everybody in the club has. But, uh, yeah, if you, if, Leica is no joke. So if, no. You like the, um, if you'd like to get one but you don't mind an SLR, it's, uh, it's pretty good, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, the yeah. oh, six forty-five. That, that's that. That's your model camera. No, that's uh, that's uh, that's a E, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like an old manual focus one. 
Anyways, uh, Mamiya 645. Great cameras. Solid cameras. And I would say of the 645s that come in both autofocus and manual focus, it's just the best system to pick up because a lot of them have the the AF ones. The AFDs have the capability of going digital if you win the lottery. Yeah, exactly. And they also also take all the older lenses, which is just great. You see, that's what's nice about a lot of the systems is the cross-compatibility with the older lenses. Yeah. What's next, Dan? Yeah, what's next? Number eight. Icon FM10. Oh my goodness. Nice. This is the plastic fantastic one. Okay. But it's still being made. Still, still being, being made. made. Brand new. Yes. But yeah. shouldn't that this model on the site have been like the FM2? I mean, if you're if you're going it's for It's a great maybe... student camera. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's okay. got Nikon glass, which is How much does that body sell for? Um, new. Not cheap. eBay 50 bucks. 3 350 new. Yeah. KEH144. That's FM10? FM10. Yep. You buy that okay. 50 bucks body only on on the bay? Probably. That's what yeah. it says. Yeah. And yeah. Like freestyle, it's like three fifty. Freestyle. 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 Does it work like a like? What is it comparable to? Is it similar to more like an AE one P? Like, does it have pro- full program mode? No, it's mechanical. Okay. No, it's like, it's like yeah. a K one thousand kind. Of yeah. Thing. Okay. Yeah. It's, K1000 it's a modern or version of K one thousand. Pretty much. <laughs> what is it? I'm taking some Polaroids. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. What I are we at here? Polaroid. Number nine. Nikon N80, or, yep. or F80. To, F80 yeah. for Canadians and Europeans. And it's even equipped with the uh, Mighty 51.8D. Yeah, so you, no, you got the 1.4. I now. got the 1.4. Okay. But I started with a 1.8. This is... Sorry, I'm not, I'm appealing, but Everyone looks clear. crazy in the full I, I, no, no, he's saying I'm crazy. No, all four oh, no, nuts. No, okay. We started it's talking about lag. Nikon. It's and he's like, Polaroid, we're, we're crazy. Me. We're just crazy, <laughs> guys. No, who, uh, which one of you guys knows about the Nikon? Was T or 8? Uh, N. 80. That was that was my first Nikon. That's a film camera. Yeah, yeah. And it's called a T or an N80. N80. N80 for the American market, yeah. or if you get an international one from either Canada or in Europe, that is an F80. Yeah. Oh. So it's N or F80. Either way, exact same camera. Number ten. Ooh, the Pentax 67. 67. That, that is a. You showed up on the photo walk with those, right? John yeah. Cloer. John Cloer had John, one. Yeah. It's a monster. It's a monster. Monster Huge. of a camera. Big mirror slap. You can kill someone with it. Yeah, easily. Yeah. The, just the yeah. prism. The top twelve list of cameras you used to murder. <laughs> yeah, they're all film cameras. Right. Yeah. So of course it's a six seven. So it's a six by seven negative. So you get ten, 10 shots. shots for yep. a roll of one twenty. One twenty. I don't. It, it also takes two twenty if you're lucky enough to. Yeah, find it's got some a reversible that. pressure plate. Yeah. So. Or, or Kodak makes two twenty. Yep. And it's an SLR, so interchangeable lenses. And it it handles very much like a. 35 millimeter SLR. It's just just bigger. really, just really, if, really. For the giants. most part, I've seen um, people putting a custom wood grip on. Oh, no, it. the uh, Pen- Pentax made those. Oh, that's an actual yeah, official just, Pentax. Very okay. styly wood. Yeah, <laughs> styly wood. So, so Andre the Giant would have no problem with this. No, none at all. Or, or Kinky Kong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, next up, number 11. Hey. Hey. The K1000. Hey, K1000. Uh, now, of course, the K1000 is fairly new to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but it's quickly becoming one of your favorites. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think, how did, we get, how did we get strung out on the K1000? How did it even come up? You brought it to you, the... You uh, bought, you bought track the... Trackman. You bought the super. Uh, yeah. Trackman. Hey, the Trackman! Or no, you bought the, bum. the, you bought the meant, special edition. That's what you bought. But Tracky lent me his brother's yeah, bum. Yeah. yeah. With, the, the, with the cockroach, with the cockroach in, the box. in the box. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? I was intrigued. Yeah. As, as a staple camera 
what kind of image it puts out. So you were curious enough, so you tried it out and you fell in love with it. It never, never disappoints. Yeah. No. I shot all my images on the Midwest Photo Walk with it, and I thought they are all stellar. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic cameras, and the K-mount glass is just so prolific across the used market. And yeah. not that expensive. Uh, of course, okay. I'm immediately seeking out the f1.4 lens. Yeah, yes. that's the camera my professor recommends. Really? Yeah. Yep. Student camera. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Find it in most high school dark rooms. Yep. Yeah. So this is probably at number one in the list. Really. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> the camera to have. Yeah. All right. What's and the last, last camera. It should be an eight by ten camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oh, Ryko GR oh, Rico. 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 Yeah. Which, is that a fairly new camera? Uh, which. Um, Rico now owns Pentax. Yeah, Pentax is now Pentax, a Rico company. Wow! So, but the name was so big, Pentax, that they just yeah, keep exactly. It on. Oh, okay. So this was actually used by Daido Moriyama, who's like this super famous uh, Hi. Japanese uh, street photographer. Oh yes, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah, so, Rico. Like uh, all their get... cameras are like recommended street photography cameras. Yeah. Really, okay. like. Like their new GR3 digital. Yeah, it, okay. they're not big. It's not very big in the States, but it's big everywhere else, right. yeah. it seems. Yeah. So this this has got a, uh, let's see. Yeah, 28 millimeter lens. Is yeah. that 35 millimeter or 120? Yeah, yeah 35, 35 millimeter. millimeter. And Rico makes a 120 range fire. It's very much like that camera. Why is it so long looking? Um, Wide angle shot. Just <laughs> the angle okay. that it's, it's shot at. It's probably the angle of the shot, and uh, it, it might be a little bit like Leica's, how they're a little bit longer. Is it a know? point and shoot? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Is there any cameras on that list that you guys think really, really belongs there? I think the Hasselblad. Hasselblad belongs there. Well, K1000. Hasselblad K1000. A1. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Uh, He's asking if there are any uh, cameras oh, that are missing. Trip 35. <laughs> Trip 35, yeah. That's really a cult camera. Yeah, it's underground. Yes. Trip uh, 35 and the Olympus Stylus. Stylus um, Epic. Are, are yeah. very much cult cameras. Yeah. Um, so they probably wouldn't be passed, um, bought as much um, in the used yeah. market, especially if someone's just wanting to get into it. It's more like a, oh, I've heard of this Trip 35 or the Stylus Epic. I know so it was it's more like, like, that like with a, me. after stepping, so it's not, it shouldn't exactly. be your first camera. Exactly. I mean, I, mean, I have both a Stylus Epic mm-hmm. and a Trip 35, and I actually, as, even as a groomsman at my brother's wedding last year, I wanted to take photos of this, right? It's the only time that your one brother is going to get married and as a groomsman i really can't bring out the rolleflex or the yeah fm2 right. and the stylus epic it just fit in the pop. jacket of the tux and so i go into that pixie show that? Yeah. polaroid land camera <laughs> oh yeah they don't do any instant photography no there was no instant it's like no. it doesn't exist right. you know and, well, for, and i would uh suggest of the list yeah i'd I suggest something <laughs> probably like an instax mini or something you know Those or the fun. polaroid 300 but see, but but see that's his used yeah. market, though. So, okay. Well, okay. I would probably switch out the FM10 for an FM2 or oh, yeah, FM- a metal a metal body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. FM2, FE2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are those are not like the F series, so not the big, expensive pro yeah, ones. Yeah, they're sort of the one the stepping ones. stone down. And it's not cheap, kind of like a was it the EM? Right. You know, tiny. SLR. Yeah, that's the one thing that surprised me that the pen wasn't on the list. The, uh, Again, like, cult camera. There's, Sorry. Like a, yeah. there's a few aggressive threads on Flickr. You know, oh, yeah? Everyone gets aggressive yeah. at night. About yeah. their favorite camera. Yeah. Oh, okay. you know, like, or this favorite film. Yeah. Should have been on the list. Well, it's only 12, okay? It's the internet. <laughs> People Live with can, it. You know, they have so many cameras to choose from. The fact that they boiled it down to 12, you know, bravo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. The fact that the list exists 
even exists, Bravo. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. If, They're even telling if they... you what to buy today. So yeah. Matt feels that the uh, like the eBay is go- going wild right now. It's going yeah. crazy. Like uh, oh, absolutely. What I bought my hotspot oh, for do you, do you have a, doesn't, doesn't exist what? anymore. The, those prices four fifty. Yeah. You'll never find that. What's it's, e- it's about double. And if What's, you find one, it's not. It's not going to go. eBay uh, Pentax oh. K one thousand. How much? To, I haven't even okay. had the uh, CLA my hotspot yet. It's yeah. great. I mean the uh, land cameras. Seriously, go to antique stores. And, five uh, bucks. Yeah. Exactly, because they don't know what they have. Uh, look up a Hasselblad 500 CM. Look it up a 500 CM. But, I mean, I was driving from Dayton to Cleveland, and I was using all back roads, and I ended uh, up in Milan, Ohio. And I walked Eight, into nine, an nine. antique store, and I had an Auto 240 Thousand, around my neck. Okay. It. Yep. And the guy said, you stop right there. I have something for 1095. you. 1095. Right? Never met this guy before in my life. And he comes out with this beautiful polaroid hard case and i flip it open and there's the auto 250 all the accessories so i asked him like how much do you want for it because i mean it's perfectly clean even the battery compartment is clean the battery had been removed and he's like well 80 dollars i'm like how does 50 sound what about 70 60 done so nice that's how you have to do it absolutely and then i was able to stop off in cleveland at the aperture uh, variety store top-notch place what did you do you came down canada hit the aperture variety store no i came across through uh, michigan stopped in dearborn at the henry ford museum um down through dayton cincinnati i stopped in uh, a long way (laughs) oh yeah i i wanted a summer road trip did you stop did you go through uh parsons kansas or no no um because i swung up through uh um, cleveland and into pennsylvania and buffalo and back home so you made like a u kind of yeah Yeah. i mean people don't know that film cameras are worth what they got because when i got my first film camera he didn't know if they were working or broken and he had four cameras that his mother had who just passed away a whole bunch of lenses, flashes, accessories. He said, how much, how much can you do? He said, 10 bucks. What? I didn't have 10 bucks on me. I didn't have 10 bucks on me, so I said, can I come back later and I'll give you 10 bucks? He said, well, how much you got on you? I said, $5. He gave me all that for $5. Brilliant. Oh, my God. Just Brilliant. Ask. That's yep. it. Yeah. Uh, Angela from Max Diner. I mean, la- she, won't, Chuck, she won't pay more than $5 for anything. She's got the lingo <laughs> down. She's like, I'll give you two. You know, in Olympus Trip 35. Yeah. attitude, too. She's really got attitude yeah. for it. Yeah, you really have to have that rapport and the really be able to read the people. doesn't know if there's any value whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. The worst thing you can do is, is find a camera that has some sort of sentimental value, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. oh, this was my late great-grandfather's camera that he uh, brought with him when he was fighting in the First World War. Right. And yeah. they're wanting $120 with it. Don't even try to argue because they won't go down because right. it has that sentimental value to them. Yeah. But if it's just like in a box, it's like, yeah, I don't really care about it, then by all means, talk them down as much as you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah, those, the used market, I think in medium format and then the large format is going back up. Oh, yeah. Just hands because down. people are yeah. uh, getting in more, it's because there's, there's less of them too. Like the 35, there's always yeah. going to be an abundance of the 35 in the used, but now the, the medium format, you know, that article, half the cameras are medium format in there. Yeah. So yeah. people are, are catching the bug. Oh, yeah. And there are millions of cameras out there. Oh, yeah. Millions. Yeah. A lot, you see these depressing articles like, you know, production stops on all motion picture cameras. Oh, production I, I stops. Remember when I saw that. I saw that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, you talk about a, a good Aeroflex camera. Uh, That's it, right? That- if, you, if there's one from whatever decade, doesn't even matter. The last, for, the, the last for hundred for the next hundred years are going to be cameras floating around. Yeah, oh, plenty. Absolutely. They're mechanical, oh, so they down. can be repaired. Years, you know, sitting over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll come back to it in three years. They'll be fine. Yeah. Well, you know what? I just, I just need to like hit the lottery. We have an Aeroflex SR here, which is nice. a beautiful Ooh. 16 millimeter, oh, silent, very quiet camera. 
Nice. Yeah, we could shoot all our. F- that would be like the bomb. Imagine well, shooting you have, our. You have my. Uh, uh, Belu? My Belu, uh, 16 mil. Yeah. yeah. Nice. You need to get some film. I want to get 16 millimeter photographic film because I have. Yeah. Because I have. My grandma gave me a Rico. A golden Rico. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's tiny. This is going to go right into our sub miniature conversation. Perfect. Hey, this is Michael Rosso. Did you know that the Film Photography Podcast is listener supported? That's right. Without you, there is no Film Photography Podcast, which is why we need your help. Please consider donating to the Film Photography Podcast by going to filmphotographypodcast.com and in the upper right-hand corner, clicking the Donate button. Your donation will keep the Film Photography Podcast running through 2012. Any purchase that you make in the Film Photography Podcast store will also support the Film Photography Podcast. Let's keep these shoes coming. That's right, yeah. Support the Film Photography Podcast. Yeah. Hey, we're back, and I have a, a, a lot of... We're talking about, we're going to be talking about sub-miniature. Before uh, we talk about that, I want to hijack the conversation... <laughs> <laughs> Talk real quick about 110. Does that fit in the category, Matt? Um, just smaller form. Small format. Sub 35, let's call it. You know? Yeah. I just want everyone to know that 110 film is now... It's re- back. <laughs> it's back. It's readily available. And the only way to promote film photography, of course, is by shooting it and purchasing it. Of course, the big question of the year for 2012 is, will ADOCs be coming out with their brand new 110 black and white film? The answer is... They'll come out with it if they think they can sell it. That is the only reason. Uh, Paige Davis spoke via email to ADOX, and they have the machines, they have the capability of it, but they're crunching numbers, numbers and they may have to utilize funds from a different... They want to know what's going to sell. So if you have any interest whatsoever in 110 film, let's get this fire going. Let's stoke the fire here at FPP. We got 110 film cameras in the store. We have like the Holga uh, micro cameras for eight bucks. Yeah, nice. Really? Those things are really. If you take it out in the sunlight, those things are awesome. Mm, I took nice. it on the FPP, the Midwest Meetup. Yeah, yeah. That's your little pocket cam. Yeah, they took some amazing <laughs> pictures. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. So I I want to see brand new 110 film. Kodak yeah. can't do it. Their machines are mm. bust. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody has like an Instamatic in their closet yeah. somewhere, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like well, Fuji, little... who knows what they're doing? Pocket exactly. Instamatics, and yeah. When I spoke to uh, uh, Freestyle, Freestyle at not this past PDN, the one before. Okay. Patrick was saying, oh, maybe it was Eric. He was saying, well, you know, they don't carry any of the Holga one tens because right. they don't think anyone's going to buy them. Yeah. So the buzz has to start somewhere. So let's start it. Listen, man, my Aunt Linda shoots 110. So could you. It's the per- perfect model. I'm for thrilled. It. She bought a digital camera. It's mm-hmm. upstairs in her in her bedroom in a box. Same with yeah. my grandma. She, she comes shoot, down. She shoots her inst- her Instamatic 110. It's holidays. There's Aunt Linda with the 110. I'm like, what are you doing? You bought a digital camera. She's like, oh, I like my camera. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's nice. Yeah. I think my grandma should shoot film because she can't figure out the digital camera. Oh. Exactly. Uh, she was shooting film, right? She was. Yeah. Get her back. Get her back. There's Absolutely. no reason not to. Yeah. No yeah. reason. Buy her a Vivitar 35-millimeter camera. <laughs> hey. Have you guys seen that? Oh, yes. that's hilarious. Exactly. Oh. You've seen that. Everyone yeah. We've all seen oh, that. that's funny. That's hilarious. Now, this is, yeah. let's, let's play that clip. Let's go this to it. This is a clip for a Vivitar 35-millimeter camera. 
It airs on late night TV. Yeah, and just I think like it was actually a test and it never made it to air. Yeah, no, it, it did. It, it, it none of them, none it have air. phone numbers. Right. Yeah. It's a commercial so. for to buy. Uh, is it a throwaway? No. No. no it's a, it's so, just a point and shoot. Thirty. It's a point and yeah. shoot, shoot guitar. Yeah. Because and I, I agree. Uh, digital cameras are too complicated. Too many wires. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one wire. To, the one wire you hook up. Yeah. And has like too a plastic black and white shot thrown in yeah. of the yeah. guy. He has like a million wires in his hands. Ah. Oh, what? And don't you remember when you could just give it to somebody else and they could make your prints for you? It was, and just... they're taking pictures, and then the, yeah. they, the picture they demonstrate from that camera is the wrong is is yeah is yeah. portrait yeah yeah she yeah. Took, yeah. takes a vertical shot then you see it. Oh. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Let's, let's listen to it digital cameras take good pictures the problem is your photos end up staying in your camera or you're forced to sit at your computer to see them and trying to make prints can be confusing and costly remember when you could just drop off your film and your photos were printed for you ready to be shared with family and friends well now enjoying your pictures is easy once again with the new vivitar 35 millimeter film camera the same same great picture-taking convenience you remember in a modern film camera from Vivitar. The name you know and trust. No need to be a computer whiz. No passing around your camera trying to see tiny pictures on a little screen. With the Vivitar film camera, you get back real photographs just like you remember. So you can enjoy sharing your photos once again. With digital cameras, it, it's just so confusing. I mean, you have to deal with all the wires and the software and everything else. Uh, with this camera... I just take my picture, I get my prints, and I can take them and share them with anybody I want. The Vivitar film camera has a built-in flash and uses inexpensive 35mm film. Plus, with the automatic focus, it couldn't be easier. With this new camera, you point, shoot, and you have your shot. This way, I have my pictures, everyone's enjoying it. Why spend hundreds of dollars on a digital camera that's complicated and confusing, when now you can take your pictures the easy way with the new Vivitar 35mm film camera for just $10. As part of this limited TV offer, you'll also receive a free roll of film. But call right now and you'll get a second camera as a bonus. Just pay separate shipping and handling. That's right, you get two Vivitar film cameras and two rolls of film, all for the amazing low TV price of just $10. This offer is not available in stores, so call now. But I wait, there is more. Exactly. Yeah. We'll send you two cameras. Yeah. Call two now. rolls of film. <laughs> two rolls of film. That's limited 48 co- photos. Available. Yeah. So Operators are standing by. Clearly, that ad, I mean, they're fighting the fight. If, yeah. if people went out and actually bought these cameras and all of a sudden started showing up at Target and Walmart, what do you have in Canada? Uh, we have Walmart. And, yeah. and, and take my grocery six. stores and you drugs. have CVS and Rite Aid? Uh, no, we have uh, Shoppers Drug Mart, IDA. They do film processing? I think Shoppers still does. And also, at least in southern Ontario, we have um, Photosource. Okay. And they do, they do just straight up C41 processing. C41. Wow. In the UK, you can go to Boots or Jessup's, right? Yeah. Of course, yeah. so, maybe Tesco. You know, it's always the same old, same old. It's like let's let's show a uh, let's make a stand on film photography by shooting it, yeah, uh, absolutely, and bringing it and get to get processed. So okay, sub miniature. Right. I, I, I said my piece on one ten. Yeah. Okay. You know, talk about like what I brought. Talking about it. Yeah. Well, now, did you actually bring a camera? Yeah, I brought one. You know where it is? Yes, it's right here. It's hiding. Okay, you brought that, and that thing that I brought, we should look at that, too? The, uh, the, 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 the Yashika? It's a Yashika. Yashika! 
It's in, it's got a nice Yashica. little black case. Take it away. Okay, so um, you mentioned 110. I was like, oh, I have the perfect little tiny camera. And this is... That thing is small. This is the mini Roloflex. And it is, it's, it's a working camera. It takes Minox film, which were the spy cameras. Oh, like Austin nice. Powers, the camera he's James using. Bond. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it shoots a, a little cartridge that goes in. And the cartridge has 15 exposures. It's adorable. Oh there. You can, uh, some people load these with uh, non-perf 8mm film because the, Im- the size of the image is a rectangular 8mm by 11mm image. 15 exposures, and the only people that make this film still, I think it's like a like an Adox film, I'm not sure. They, they have like a 400 color negative and uh, one black and white film. And it, these are very much cult cameras. You really have to like all of the, the miniature cameras to get, to get into it. It's a fixed uh, 5.6 lens, fixed focus, four feet to infinity. <laughs> Just point it and shoot it. it but the, the crank works, but like nothing else, all the dials are for show. This is just like a plastic little viewfinder. It doesn't really show you f- proper focus. Oh, yeah. Which shutter speed is that? Uh, fixed two, fixed uh, one over 250. Wow. So that's why it's 400 speed film in daylight. Yeah. The company that made these also made a bunch of other replicas of a very popular medium format. They have a, a, very, a tiny Hasselblad SWC. <laughs> they have models of like Leicas and... Yeah. Actually, if you try to Google this camera, like the the Roloflex Mini, the Google, it'll actually be the same company a couple years later made a digital camera. Yes. So I instead of instead of where the the cartridge that. goes in, they put a five megapixel sensor in it. Yep. Yeah. And did the same thing. So, yeah. And there's a little screen on the back. On of it. eBay, I was actually looking for a Roloflex. And those are what people are putting up, and they're hiding that they're minis ah. in the little description. Yeah. Not to be confused with the You're kidding. baby no. roll of no, you know, You know how they get that's, away with that? You know, Because they're like, oh, no, the picture said it showed it. If you would have noticed this in the picture. Oh, and, because it looks yeah. big in the picture? It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like a real TLR in the picture. Yeah. They rip you off. You pay 800 bucks and you're like, F. Yeah. And for those <laughs> of you. They bid up to 800 bucks? Yeah. Oh, like that. That's rip. cruel. Yeah. yeah, it is. Very. And Imagine for the, getting that. And nothing you could do about it. Yeah. No. You could even hurt someone by throwing it at them in, in an yeah. angry fit. And for those who don't see it, it looks like the size of a little replica that you'd put on your desk. Yep. Like a little... Yeah, I think, I think they started out like, like trying, trying to be models, yeah. but then they're like, well, let's make them work in cameras. This is a Hot Wheels camera. Yeah, it's like the size of two Hot Wheels stacked on top of each other. Yeah. What other cameras hold this? Like, can you run down the... The films, because I'm the, very confused. The different formats. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, this is the sm- uh, the smallest format that I know of, which is the I just call it the Minox film because the Minox spy cameras are the most popular uh, brands yeah. for it. And the Minox cameras were like the the long silver rectangular James Bond cameras, where you actually could not focus them. They were all fixed focus. Yeah. To change the focus, you had to change this little glass, this little rectangular glass lens. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the gentlemen on the Northeast Ohio meetups that I go to with the large format guys. On top of shooting, when, he, when, when they're sick of shooting 11 by 14 and 8 by 10 cameras, they pick up the sub-miniature cameras, and he carries three cameras, all of different fo- uh, focuses, uh, two feet, six feet, and infinity. Feet! There's really unique cameras, 15 exposures. The film, if you don't load it yourself, the film costs $15 for 15 exposures. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. I sent my roll to Blue Moon Camera. They, they did an awesome job developing the color negative film. They gave me some prints. And they optical prints, and they scanned it for me. So yeah, this is <laughs> Leslie's camera. 
Okay. Oh, she's okay. got every camera. Oh, you know, yeah. Just, okay. Not that Blue Moon is uh, ripping you off, but I figure, you know, Manax prices. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's just the service, too. I mean, the film is so, I mean, look at that. It's just 15 of those. It's a little strip. Wow. Very tiny. Wow. Like, you can't even tie your shoes with how long that is. No, you can't. Like it's like two French fries long, you know yeah. the, the film oh. strip. It's very special. You really have to like it. Now, to where get you, into did, it. Did you your images? Your images are developed from this camera. Yes, I, ha- I have some on my laptop. You I, had can your, pull uh, I can pull out my laptop. I brought it. Oh, oh, you brought the scans too. Yeah, I brought the scans. Oh, let's look at those. Yeah. Oh, that's a shot of the day. Yes. Why? <laughs> oh yeah, Mike, you can get that one. They did a great job. It, I just wish is. they would have made working parts now, on it. Is Rolling yeah. involved with this, or they just get ripped off? I, I think they, it was a licensing gig. Yeah. They probably just said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll let you use the name and the uh, likeness of the camera. It's just like Gas Cap. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you just like all the underdog cameras, Mike. I You're do. just like always into it. Well, this is like for one it. step before the four, amazing 450. Who needs that 450? Yeah, it's 450s. Just this. Yeah. Well, the other the other formats. Well, before we get like too far off track, is um, they have the 16 mil, uh, 16 millimeter miniature cameras. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That you were talking about, Hunter, and some people like to get that because they can get um, bulk loaded 16, like 100 feet of 16 millimeter film, cut and roll their own. And there's a, I remember another unique format. You, you handed me those old black and white rolls. We're like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. That's 14 millimeter roll film. And what some people do, crazy as it sounds, they cut down their own 35 and 16 millimeter film. They have a specialized cutter. Yeah. So they can cut it into the 14 and then roll it. And those are basically like small 120, if you can imagine like 120 roll film just as 14 millimeters, little squares. Wow! Wow! Now it seems very un- it seems very on Matt like to for you even to undertake like a little project. Was this like a Sunday afternoon? Like, oh, let me shoot a roll of this. Exactly, it was. It was a Sunday. I was, I was I was bored. I was like, or no, it was a Saturday. Cause I was bored. I was over at talking to Leslie, playing with the big cat, and she's like, you know, you know, Matt, you just need to try one of these small cameras. Right like, now. Now we have the Hollywood dog here, the Polaroid. This is the big cat, a different model. I don't know about the 360 is the big cat. No, I mean, I mean the big cat, like oh, like real her, cat, her, like her cat. Oh, okay. The, the schmoop. <laughs> the schmoop. The schmoop. The Hunter, when I give you you the Hollywood dog, do you think like fellow students will be jealous and they'll want one? I think so. <laughs> so here's some of the shots, Mike, from this camera. Very oh, grainy. They're as good as 110. It, but it looks just like a 110 it kind of shot. It certainly does. That's, I Les- love that that's Leslie and that's the owner of the, um, of the coffee shop. Oh, I love that right coffee shop. Oh, that's great. And there's, Je- the there's oh, Jeff outside the Oh, look at this shot. Is it, that's not even staged, is it? No, he's just walking out. That's an amazing shot. I love that. He loves it. I love it. What's not to love? And that's just that's Main Street. Yeah, you gotta write a blog, right? Of course. Yeah, Lauren. Look at this, that. This was at the the Saturday afternoon. They had the chalk walk in Finland. So. Every shot is amazing. Nice. This was in this was indoors. Really? I just like took a guess. Bricks. Window window light bricks bricked. <laughs> Brick. And this is the size of the prints. The actual. Scan print. They look like old timey Clark prints with the rounded edges. Yeah, for some reason the negatives are are are, uh, are squared corners, but they just rounded it off at Blue Moon. I'm guessing it was like the Barbie projector that they put them in, or the <laughs> like the Barbie enlarger yeah. that they have yeah. to use. So Blue Moon scan these. Yeah. Oh, the, there's Swamp. There's the barber shop. Yeah, look at that. I'm, I'm sorry. Who had the film? Leslie. What uh, What year did it expire? Um, it was 2006, 2007. They still make it? It was done. You have to look up Minox film on eBay. It sells for $15 a roll, just like everywhere. But the, the focusing, you know, you just kind of like point it and you kind of have to zo- crop in just a little bit around the edges from what the viewfinder shows. But I think you'd like Minox. Cause, I mean, you like 110. Yeah, yeah. It's just too, I think it's too pricey. 110's affordable. I'm stuck on 110. You know, at 5.99 a roll at the FPP store, plug, you know, it's very affordable. 
Oh yeah. yeah. But like this shot, this is this was like my argument for it, you know, because it's it's pretty good. I, I love that shot. Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's yeah, that's really move. good. Man on the moon. Yeah. Expired nineteen seventy seven. That's from the old uh, old film project. Remember we talking oh, about yeah. that? We still got that. Uh, well, I did. I did all my project shots. Okay, with that's thirty six exposures. Nice. Uh, 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 Dan was looking at a roll of uh, KB twenty one. KB twenty one FK film. Nice. Inspired nineteen seventy seven. But a lot of the miniature formats they're very cult. You know, I we're not. We don't always claim to be experts. I apologize if there's any sub miniature format we missed. There's a oh, lot of them. If anyone has any information, like for a comprehensive, us. like write a blog for us because yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many formats. Mm. And yeah. So what Very formats little, did we cover? The Minox? We covered the, the Minox, the 16, the 14 mil. Um, oh, they have, there's some that are slightly less than 35, like not much less than 35. There's the crop frame, like the uh, Olympus, the pen. The e. pen series. Right. Yep. Half right. frame. And then there's, there's some that. This is a bigger size though, right? Oh yeah. That's just half a 35 frame. So. Yeah. Convenient too. Yeah. yeah. Use 35 the 72 there. shots. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to like shop all around just thirty-five, and you just get more. This is, pictures. I mean, this is more economical. Because be two shots. Plus, yeah. you can get it processed anywhere you get thirty-five. That's right. that's yeah. the real seller, I would think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder what CVS would do as far as printing these. They'd freak out. Yeah, for, they, <laughs> they might print on, uh, two on one thing. Yeah, and then just know? cut yeah. it in half, or it'd be like here. There and they'll they'll look at it and go. Uh, it, it, it's wrong. They'd be like, what show? Yeah. <laughs> what show? Wizard 72 Trackman works at CBS now. <laughs> well, what did we miss? Anything? Or well, that's it? I'm sure we missed some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean yeah. on the episode? No, on the 110 on the sub one oh. uh, uh, Buy 110. Try it out. It's, oh, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think I was going to like it. You know, I was like... Well, oh, you know, I, I have you shot 110? I've shot 110, yeah. My grandma has a 110. What's Leslie have uh, stashed away as far Everything. as 110 film cameras? She has that really nice Minolta SL oh, SLR. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, uh, there's also the Pentax one as Pentax well. Pentax Auto She has all 110. 110. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Has different and interchangeable lenses. Yep. Yes. It looks like a press camera for like a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and of course, you have your Kodak Pocket and Stomatic. Yep. Solid cameras. Solid. I think Dick Fisher Van Price can. put out a... Uh, I have it. Yeah, the Fisher Price camera yep. takes the 110. It's like yeah. a, ch a chunky blue and yeah. yellow camera. But then again, um, I kind of like the that Holga because it's so yeah. simple. Yes. Oh, the yeah. Holga, yeah. So small, yeah. Daylight only though on the Holga. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Fisher Price cam is a nice cam. You use a flip. Yeah, flash. the long ones you have the uh, built-in flash. V Vivitar 600 and the yeah. Holga TFS 110. Okay. Um, I think Minolta put out a not the um, not the, the nice one, one. Yeah. not the nice one, but they put out a 110 camera that had a flash. In it. I, oh, okay. I think I had one mm. for a while. I, I think uh, for Lomo folk, I think 110 puts out a nice grindy. I think it's going to be the next thing if they if they yeah. like you know they mig start migrating from because th they have so many 35 cameras. Oh, I yes. think they've kind of exhausted that market, especially know? folks yeah. looking for green. Yeah. If you shoot it's there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If yeah. you if you shoot with a really nice like like the uh, uh, auto 110. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you, the grain's there, but the image is crisp. Yeah, yep. it's nice. It's really nice. So. Yeah, most Lomo type cameras give you the uh, vignetting effect. Yeah, and not so much the grindy effect, which some some people might be after. And that's yeah. purely if uh, uh, an artifact of how big the film is and so how big need, the image is. You know, you need to do, film. Mike. Get what? some some one ten black and white. Do yeah. it in Kafanol. Yeah. And then, like, lift print it. So you have, like, basketball size oh, grain. Oh, lift printing, you know, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Lift printing is just a chemical thing, right? It's yeah, still it's just silver a, gelatin. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, okay. but it's just extra grainy. So yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 
It's grindy. Yeah, I uh, sadly Tom Waits. <laughs> sadly, I don't know if it exists anymore. I used to have the uh, the tank the 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 spool. For it. Wow. Oh, Leslie yeah. has some. Those are yeah. rare, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, they are rare. When we come back, we're going to be talking about panoramic cameras, panoramic <laughs> cameras. We're going to l- read some listener letters. Oh, okay. And nice. then we're going to wind down to have a beautiful dinner at the Max. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. That's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be right back. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hey, this is Michael Rosso from the Film Photography Podcast. 110 Film is back. That's right. We have a limited amount of 110 Fujifilm 200 ASA cold stored expired 2009. This has been batch tested. And as far as we can tell, this is the only current supply of 110 film in the world. We have a lot of film, but it's not bottomless. There's a limited supply in 2012, as we have declared, is the year of shooting 110 film. This is your opportunity to grab and shoot some 110 film. Just head on over to filmphotographystore.com and click 110 film. We also have a limited amount of 100 ASA Fujifilm cold stored as well. Filmphotographystore.com Well, he caught me doing a not-so-great job wrapping a great Christmas gift. A Kodak Tele Instamatic 608 camera. It's almost like giving two cameras because it has two lenses. Okay, Star, do your stuff. Look how the telephoto lens can make the best part of your picture bigger. A Kodak Tele 608 camera doesn't cost a great deal of money. But it gives a great deal of pleasure. And like all Kodak gives, the Tele 608 camera says, open me first to save Christmas in pictures. Hey, Daddy-O, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> let's read a listener letter. Listen oh, sure. Letter. We're on listener letters. Uh, this is film. Uh-oh. No, I got some. I got some. They're, they're buried. John and I were talking about uh, Tom Waits earlier. Oh, so did you and John Fidelli hit it off way oh, yeah. back in the day when you went to the Pixies concert? Yeah. I'm we sad you can't sing uh, a Pixies sing. song. Well, I, I told you about the one at the end of... How's it go? I, I, well, I did it for you already. I don't think I'll you do remember the, that was so long. I got the I perfect letter. Well, there you go. What's your favorite song? This monkey's gone to heaven. That that's one. Pixies? Yeah, that's Pixies. Nice. They played that, too. Pixies are on tour, folks. I don't know about into 2012, but... They were on tour. Yeah, they were on tour. They were on yeah. tour. Well, well, no, that show you tour. saw was the first night. I don't know how long a tour is. Oh. They can, they can be a while. What do you got, Matt? I think I have the perfect letter, Mike. I like perfect letters. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is from James McFarlane, and he's in Oakville, Ontario, Canada. Mm. I know James quite well. You know James? Oh. All right. Well, in well. fact, um, James and I are often mistaken as brothers. We oh. look very much alike. Yes. <laughs> kind of crazy. I'll tell you twin we talked about. You know. yeah. no. Greetings greetings all. I've been listening to your podcast since June tenth of twenty eleven <laughs> and caught back up on the archives. I've been following along with the new episodes and listening to the backlog to get my fix in between. I just wanted to say that I love what you're doing on the PPP, the Polaroid Photography <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Please keep up the great work. Nice. Since I started listening to your podcast, I've been getting gas. He's indulged himself 22 film cameras compared to the three I had before I started listening. Oh, my goodness. Wow. My favorite cameras so far have been the Trip 35, Pentax P3, Polaroid 210, the Spectra, the Helena Paulette Electric, Rolleiflex Automat. He's he's talking about the uh, you know a couple months ago a lot of the, the listeners were starting the threads like it's it's so annoying when people ask. Can you still get film for that? They make film. Yeah. <laughs> So, gets a little frustrated, but it's okay. Just stay cool. Stay FPP about it. Oh, yeah. Be no FPP. violence. Yeah. 
Stay FPP about it. Oh, he's got a question, too. Yeah, what's that question? I just got some Ektar back from the lab. Nice. It was a 36 exposure roll. Oh, yeah. But I had l- almost 40 on it. What's what's up with that? Oh, how about that? That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. In, in black and white, that's called a, you know, a bonus. You yeah, know, the rebate. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe he just started before the zero. I always do that. I get about. I try to get 39 you know, yeah. every time. Yeah. And when you're doing it... When you're not paying for it, it's a bonus. Yeah. When you're paying Absolutely. for it, you're kind of like, eh. I think yeah, he yeah. could have have had some odd roll. Yeah, possibly. No, I've never. I don't think so. Not with Kodak. With Kodak, no. no their QC no. is Ilford. Like, yeah. No, I've I've had roll the film where it's gone well past thirty six. Yeah, you just have to get really good at lo- yeah. loading the the leader. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, as you load the film, right? You you uh, wind on once you close the back, and you've got to advance what like two or three. Until you get to number one, right? Number one! Hey! And then uh, you snap on to... I, I know some people regularly get like 38 out of every roll. Yeah, just try to get 38, 38. It's like a challenge. Yeah. So shoot smart. There's, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. It's just being conservative with your film. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to try to get 80 out of this pen, uh, Olympus <laughs> pen. You could probably get... Yeah. Theoretically, you probably get like what, like eighty-six or something. It's too crazy. I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, seventy-two yeah. images. Yeah, that's a too lot. Many. You know, sometimes I'll buy like twenty-four exposure rolls just because I want to, you know, develop. You turn it over. Right. Yeah, yeah. Want a new new roll. But anyway, end of the letter. Thanks again for such an informative and irrelevantly funny, <laughs> uh, funny film photography resource it's great to know that i'm part of the community now oh yes thanks for f- being You're funny and circle. irrelevant <laughs> well i think they mean irrelevantly funny in the fact that we like tangent off and what makes it funny is just like when maybe we, when we forget stuff irreverent. it is irreverently funny i'm just not irrelevantly <laughs> all right thanks and happy shooting james mcfarland p.s yes can you do me a big favor and play the agfa clack sound effect we'll, it's my favorite one we'll do better we'll do we'll do the canned one yeah. from sound effects library and we'll do the live. Ooh. Right. So here's the canned here's one. Canned. Ag for clock. Here's Dan Domi doing it live. <clears throat> Ag for clock. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> I think you first did it when you first appeared on the podcast. Was that like yeah. June that was, 2010? That was May 2010. Oh, time flies. Yeah. Oh, my I gosh. That. Oh, you do? Yeah. Whoa. Nice. Episode 10. Way I remember back. that. So. People I doing their, uh, their archive marathons. Yeah. James was. It's going to get more intense if the as the show continues. <laughs> people oh, yeah. who get obsessive about oh, I did the whole library. It's going to yeah. take them days. I, yeah. think, I think they're in for it though. Like they, yep. they want. They're going to be like Howard Hughes, you know, yeah. getting long fingernails and stuff. Oh, I made it to episode. But Mike, didn't you say? Didn't you say back in episode two? Blah blah blah. Yeah. So what's next? What else you got? Letter wise. What else I got? We ha- we've been neglecting letters for months. Yep. These are months old by now. They are. The. <laughs> The stack oh, the has TV only show. been growing. The TV show. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is the picture on the back. That's why. Uh-huh. All right. So this is from what Kate McIntyre. I'm producing a comedy web series about photographers called Shutterbugs nice. at, at www.shutterbugs.tv. And just thought, I might, thought that you might be interested to know about it. We've we got are. A, we've got yeah. a couple yeah. of episodes up now, and new ones go up every Tuesday, along with a guest photographer interview and photo set. Nice. I really enjoy your podcast as well, so thank you very much. It's a, nice. it's a Britcom. It's a brick guy. <laughs> Have to check there's, that there's out. A, is it the cast on the back, the picture? Yeah, it's the cast. Oh, look at that. Very cool. Turn. Quick break. Yeah. Break, break, break. I'm Cheryl Teague. I feel at home in front of the camera. But behind the camera, I don't know the difference between a lens opening and a Broadway opening. So I rely on my Olympus OM-10. 
My trusty OM10 gets great shots automatically. My OM10 has the smart little red light that tells me when it's okay to shoot. Oh, it's okay to shoot. Hold it, fellas. With Olympus OM10, great shots automatically. Hey, it's Mike Rosso here in the FPP studio with Matt and John. Hey, now. Hello. Help support FPP. Go to the FPP store. That's filmphotographystore.com. We have an exclusive item, the Polaroid Cold Shoe Electronic Flash Brackets. If you own a Polaroid 100 through 300 series camera, we have the Polaroid 268 Flash Bracket that holds an electronic flash that has a PC cord on it. Imagine jettisoning your old flash bulb for a brand new... For a new... Okay. For a new flash bracket that holds an electronic flash. If you own a Polaroid 400 series camera, the infamous Polaroid 420, that's Matt's camera. It is, yeah. You can get an electronic flash for it. You can get the, the Polaroid FPP 490 flash holder. This slides right on your existing flash bracket and has a cold shoe for your electronic flash. You could buy just the bracket or you could buy the bracket with electronic flash. These are exclusively at the Film Photography Store. Help support FPP. Get an electronic flash for your pack camera. Done. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pactastic. Filmphotographystore.com. Thanks. Hey, we're back. Wow. We should chat now about panoramic cameras. Alex, what's going on with that? It's something that I just got into. Ooh. Um, and I've, I've been doing a bit of looking at it. Um, there's tons of medium format ones out there that shoot like an insane six by seventeen image, and it's just really wide and very um, expensive too. Yes, and not very good on on the film. No, four shots per roll. It's uh, yeah. prohibitive. Yeah, oh, extremely. Smoke. And then scanning it is also equally yeah, difficult. You have to get a big scanning glass and yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah. So um, the one that I use, it's called a Horizon Compact. It's available from the Lomography Society. I was going to say, Lomography had those. Um, it's like, what, like 300? Yeah. This is from Lomography? This is from Lomography. Is it their camera or they just resell it? It is their camera. It's based on one. It's made in Russia, and it's based on a, a Zenit camera. Oh, that, oh okay. Uh, that was made for the space program. They actually cool. use cameras like this on Mir. And for me, a... Uh, big space cadet i wanted to be an astronaut <laughs> i wanted to be an astronaut and nice. when i got glasses that sort of killed that dream <laughs> real quick side side track what is your star trek series original uh TNG. next generation next generation next generation next generation okay yeah. it's picard guy yeah saw my first episode in grade five i had pneumonia and my my mom showed me a captain's holiday and well, i was hooked <laughs> you were hooked Hooked. Is your grade five the same as the American grade fifth grade? I think? think so. You're about yeah, 10 or 11? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think what my first TNG episode was that I watched. I, I love any I just, episode I with it Q in it. it. I just like yeah. watch yeah. it late at night. Well, that's what's great about Captain's. It's, like, if, I'm, no, if I can't Captain's go to bed and it's like, it's like okay. 4 a.m., um, TNG's right, yeah. on. Or they'll play the, the first Star Trek movie yeah, sometimes. Nice. That's fun, too. So the unique thing about uh, the Horizon series of camera, now they have two of them. They have the compact and they have the perfect. And the perfect is the more expensive of the two because that's it, a big one, right? It's these are not light or uh, easy to handle cameras. The perfect you can actually have multiple selections of aperture than shutter speeds, whereas okay. the compact it's it's smaller, so you have two shutter speeds, one sixtieth of a second 
and one half and a half second and a fixed um, 28 millimeter f8 lens and it's run completely on clockwork so you cock the shutter okay across and you press it and little, very quickly little grindy gears in there it um, looks like a mini version of the doc dave cam yeah it has an actual slit in it that exposes about a 58 millimeter section of just regular 35 millimeter film. How about that? So on a really bright day, you'll want something like a 200 speed film. Does it expose yeah. sprockets or no? No. Okay. Which is the one thing I like about it. I'm not a fan of the sprocket yeah, photography okay. um, that you get with the uh, spinner and the sprocket. Oh, I like the spinner. Yeah. The Would spinner you- is a really cool camera. Again, yeah. uh, nice panoramic format. Um, it exposes um, angle of view about 120 uh, degrees. Would you call this, by definition, a focal plane shutter because you got that slit moving across? I would say it's a focal plane shutter, hands yeah. down. Okay. Um, now, they have a they have like a nickname for those. Isn't it like swing lens or something? Yeah, for those that's cameras? exactly it. It is a swing lens, and the images you get out of it are really cool. Yeah. Right. Like sharp. I mean. Yeah, nice good? and sharp. Okay. Um, I shot a roll of it when I was in just wandering around uh, New Jersey. I just pointed the car in the direction of a town and, and just went and I shot 200 speed film. The first time I shot it, they, they told me put 400 speed in it. And I shot that around uh, downtown Toronto, around the Lomography store. Mm-hmm. And I got some really cool ones, especially when a streetcar went by. I'd swing oh, nice. and it. It does. It have followed a bit it, of a, kind of. Yeah. It so and of course you get all these strange looks when you're using them. It's, it's a strange looking camera. Yeah. It doesn't look like a camera. It looks like no. something else. I don't know so, what, but something. So it's a really fun format. If you have the disposable income, I do recommend picking one up. Or you, if you can find it, some of the old Zenit ones. Okay. Might still be kicking around. I, I have another one in mind because, like, I, I'm a big 120 shooter. Yeah. But no one ever has them for cheap. I, I want a wide lux. Oh, the wide yes. lux. Yes. That's like the yeah. that's like the the cream of the crop of the yeah. swing absolutely. Lens. Yeah. Jeff Bridges, yeah. I think, has a wide lux. Well, he's Jeff mm. Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> have what he wants. Yeah. yeah. He's the dude. <laughs> he uh, shot on the uh, set of that John of uh, John True Grit. Yeah. yeah. True True Grit. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. He's got, a, he's got a funky website for his photography. Do you have any Im- images from this? Uh, you can find... Um, they'll be in the FPP pool, definitely. Oh, nice. In the Flickr, right? In, on on Flickr. Do, do, you can do a blog for it. I mean, Yeah, yeah, yeah there you absolutely. go. Absolutely. I'll definitely write up a blog because I'll have both the black and white and the color images that I shot around nice. New Jersey and the black and white stuff from uh, Toronto. Did you research? Like, you knew you wanted this model? Like, you did some research on it? I definitely did some research before picking it up. Okay. And, um, again, the cost is very prohibitive, so that's why I went with the compact instead of the perfect. I would have loved to get my hands on the perfect, but budget-wise, couldn't really afford it. But do you think, like, for anybody getting started, like, that's a great starter camera for that format? Absolutely. If you, Because, again, it's so simple, no battery, no meter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You just load the yes. film and you shoot it. You compose it. Do you in have the, to use a tripod or no? There's the the compact actually does not even have a tripod socket on. Well, it. that answers that question. <laughs> but I do believe the uh, perfect does. Oh yeah, it's more perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But isn't perfect like a like a oxymoron and, for lamography? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How popular are panoramic cameras? Not very. It took me it's a while. It's very niche. Yeah. Very. It's a it's cult. It's, Cult, very uh, niche market. Now, this is different than like uh, the Vivitar PN2011 point-and-shoot camera that has a button you click over two plastic pieces. Yeah, it's not a mask. It's, yeah. Um, it's literal panoramic. My Stylus Epic DLX has that. Where Do you people can... get confused? No. Um, you just make sure to tell 
your lab. If you take the film to a lab, you have to indicate like, hey, look, this Did is. Tell them don't cut it, or this is apparent. Well, I never got my film cut. They never okay. cut them, and because I use those print file sleeves. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I like them in uh, certain numbers, and the lab yeah. never cuts it right. So I just well, say, don't cut. Yeah, I tell my lab not to cut. So. And I have a I have a film cutter, and I cut them down to the appropriate right. size. Does Donk Dave have a 120 version? Yeah, that's his. Uh, yeah, his Noblex. Noblex. He uses the Noblex. Noblex. Yeah. Now the Noblex isn't that the uh, 3D one? No, no, no. 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 It's, okay. it's kind of like that swinging shot. Yeah, okay, like yeah. Lens, yeah. And again, no batteries, all clockwork. That's so. pretty cool. He wasn't kidding about the six. I know a lot about the 617 because I know some guys, some large format buddies that shoot that, and yeah. they're cool. Mm-hmm. But there's like, if you want to like. Because a lot of large format guys, they like large prints, too. Yeah. If you want to enlarge a 617, you, know, you need a 5 by 7 or 8 by 10 enlarger. Absolutely. Can you send it to like yeah. a place to do a large inkjet, like for your wall? Oh, a yeah. Yeah, something? you can yeah. definitely do that with the scans. But yeah. even then, you get the expensive scanning glass to like yeah. hold it down yeah. or, this, or a specialty holder. Which is special. what's nice about it being still 35 millimeter. I can scan it on a V500 or a V700. Yeah, you got those things that hold it in place. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, uh, especially with the Epson um, software, you set it to professional mode. I don't take it out of professional mode. Yeah. So that you can select what you want to scan. Mm -hmm. Were there specialty enlargers for this type of... The panoramic? No. It's just they they had adapters for the larger enlargers to come. Yeah. They they made one for like the uh, Hasselblad X-Pan, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's like possible. two. Yeah. That's two thirty-five millimeter frames next to each other, essentially. And that's pretty much what you get out of the um, Horizon series camera. It's about a fifty-eight millimeter there you go. Um, exposure on it. Wow. So, is this a good starting point for people who? Yes. Are, yeah. And did you mention the price or no? Um, you said about three hundred. About three hundred. And you bought this at Lomography in uh, Toronto. Yep. No kidding. I bought it right from their store. They stock it regularly. They actually had a handful of the compact and the perfect in stock. Oh. So. Yeah. Nice. I remember, la- I remember last year at the New York, they had the, the wide yeah. looks just for show to like compare it, saying like these are based right. on that. Yeah. yeah. They were loading it's a pain in the butt. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. Why, why is that? Yeah, why is that? Well, no violence. Opening no violence. Back. Absolutely. No violence yeah. with this camera. You will break it. <laughs> yeah. plastic. It's plastic. You sort of have to feed it down through the rollers mm. and then up around because the actual... That's so it stays The film is, is curved. And that oh, sort of yeah. helps get rid of that distortion that you get with that swing. There's still a touch of distortion, but it only adds to the image, in, in my opinion. Yeah. And then feed it on through. I've I've only successfully gotten it loaded once on my own. And then are there like videos or like? I haven't seen a video, but the uh, guy who um, I was working with at the uh, Lomography store um, was very helpful. Okay. Um, with me, and in return. He was telling me about his uh, Polaroid automatic land camera. I think he had a Model 100. Oh, nice. Yeah. Tying it in. Yep. And uh, I happened to have a pack of the FP100B yes. in nice. my bag. And I'm Rare. like, yeah. Um, so I pulled it and I said, here, man, go and uh, go have fun. So <laughs> he was really helpful yeah. about that. They have really they have good people who work at both the uh, Toronto store and the New York store. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, UK was fantastic. Yeah. It yeah, definitely takes a, a... People into it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And you have to be, which is what makes the Lomography store so helpful. Um, the uh, um, Impossible Project. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lens and Repro in yeah. New York City. And even B&H, you get that, that one, yeah. one person one, who yeah. really cares and really works with you. But you have to find yeah. the right guy, right? Turn the camera vertical oh, and shoot a panoramic cool stuff. vertical. You, I was... Um, <laughs> 
I happened on my, uh, I was walking from the Lomography store up to uh, Liberty Village, which is a, about a half hour, 45 minute walk, but I wanted to get used to this, uh, this yeah. beast. And I happened across the old uh, Massey Ferguson headquarters in Toronto and having uh, been in the uh, actual Massey Ferguson plant, which is uh, long abandoned out in Brantford legally this time, <laughs> um, it was really cool to see that. So uh, they made tractors. Oh, yeah. Tractors and various farm so implements. So the Canadian John Deere. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it's fun, yeah. which is what photography should be. Yeah. Absolutely. Regardless of what you're shooting. Yeah. yeah. On what camera. On some nasty chip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's good. We're winding down. Have we left anything out? Mm-hmm. You got the sheet, Mike. The sheet's empty. She's empty. Nice. Yeah. I think we're done. Wow. Wow. Wow, we're, I'm excited Crap. because we're going to go off. You know, we're going to be done, and we're going to take some group shots of this, this group. Yeah, you got your eight by ten here. Yeah, yeah, nice. eight by ten, ready to go. Simultaneously, I'm going to steal Matt's shot with the uh, Hollywood dog. <laughs> okay, that's the automatic land camera, the 440, uh, and I'm going to take out Canon, the underdog. Uh, in the uh, Canon FD arsenal, T50, the, the camera that gets like you know snipes and uh, nasty comments when you post <laughs> that T50. Yeah, oh, worst what camera in the do? arsenal. Uh, Why'd they even uh, make that? The T50 with a 20 millimeter lens. Wow, Ooh, wow nice yeah. and wide. Yeah. Well, you got a wide lens too. That super angle on. Oh, that thing. What's it called? Sounds like a. That's the uh, Schneider Super Angulon 121 millimeter f8. Oh, it's uh, nice. equivalent yeah. to. Uh, it would. It's like having a 17 millimeter on 35. 35. And that is wide. I occasionally yeah. will put my uh, Nikon 14 to 24 on my F4. <laughs> <laughs> four to, <laughs> put four to 400 in tungsten light. Fine, right? Yeah, don't no, don't fine. even need a filter. Just nah. just correct it in post. It's Portra. It's Portra. It's very scannable. So, yeah, yeah. but we, um, do you have any old the old Polaroid self timer things? Because I could just put that on the shutter. Oh, for real! To, to do the time shutter, yeah, it a, a would Polaroid work. timer, the old yeah, because yeah. all those, yeah, it shoots yeah. out the yeah. pen. Yeah, oh, so we need me one. Yeah, nice. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Circle life, we got it. Circle <laughs> life. <laughs> now, why don't you have one? What the, a self timer? You rarely use a self timer. Who takes pictures of me? <laughs> right, Mike what? Grasso. That's about it. Of course, love it. Like. Okay, all right, let's go. Let's, let's do this. We gotta go. This has been great. Absolutely fantastic. It's been awesome. Jordan, I gotta go! I kind of wish I lived closer. Hey, I'd like all the the regular FPP listeners out there to know that uh, we're going to be taking a short break. Uh, I don't mean we're going to a commercial spot. We're taking a a winter break, and we're taking a month off, which means we'll be back here in the studio broadcasting to you on April 1st.
You live in a dorm? Yes, I do. Man, that must be crazy. To live in, I lived in a dorm for uh, one year at uh, Bill on the Hill. Oh, yeah. William Patterson. Bill Patterson. Yeah. There are tenants in the tenants. building. Tenants? Oh, like other types, <laughs> not just students. <laughs> yes. Oh, like awesome. old people. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yes. They like wave their canes. You kids and your film cameras. They're a little crazy. <laughs> They're, they're oh. all characters. Ackerman's not nice. old students. Well, when they bought, <laughs> yeah, when they bought the dorm, the Hotel George Washington, no people way. still lived there. 